it's my show. Welcome back, fleshy and furry friends, to another episode of the Zeddy and Indy Show. Whoa, Zeddy, what's going on? Uh, what? What's wrong? What's with the big green army man helmet? Yeah, you really do need your ears cleaned out. Don't you hear what's going on right now? Right now? No. It's fucking World War Three. Oh, right, you panicked into the world that happens every year. Mock me all you want, but this is a real issue for millions of dogs every year. That was a big one. Zeddy, where'd you go? I'm down here. Where? I'm under the bed. I'll have you know that I will be doing the rest of today's episode from down here. <laughs> I don't get it. What is the big deal? The big deal is that fucking explosions are going off in the air. And what's worse, Fleshies seem to be okay. They're even happy about it. I don't care. I'm holed up down here for the rest of the summer if need be. What a wuss. Why do these explosions not bother you? You're scared of shadows. Because shadows are very, very scary. Oh, and explosions in the sky aren't? Not really, no. That makes no sense whatsoever. Well, it could have to do with my ears being all floppy and needed to be cleaned. I mean, you still hear them, though, right? Yeah. It's not my imagination, right? Right. Shitballs, how does that not scare you? Breeding. ESPs are bred for hunting. So a fear of booms and things like gunshots, those are things that are just bred right out of me. Not me. I was bred to kill whatever I'm supposed to hunt, not just chase after whatever fleshy shoot down from the sky. Hey, I signal where the game is as well. I stir it up and then I retrieve it. Don't sell my skills short. Anyway, it must be nice not to be the scared one this time. Not if it means that you're scared. Really? Yeah, there's no one to snuggle back to back with. Well, you can get more mother cuddles. That's a good point. Stay down there. There is one problem being down here. What's that? I scurried under here so quickly that I forgot my episode notes. Oh, no. Yeah, so just slide them down here, okay? No, I don't think so. What do you mean, I don't think so? Well, if you want them so bad, get over your fear and come and get them. It's not out of fear, it's out of not wanting to get blown to bits. I'm sitting here not blown up. Sounds like your fear is holding you back. Ha ha, smarty pants. Don't wear pants. How am I supposed to do the show without my notes? Uh, I guess we're just gonna have to have me take the lead of this episode this week. What? <laughs> Don't be crazy. Do you really think that you can take the lead on this episode? You fart without a butthole? No, you can't. Exactly. Okay, okay, just wait a second. Moving on. I thought, with it being so close to a holiday, that maybe we could do a little potluck of a show. Uh, neither of us can cook. I don't mean potluck in the cooking food sense, silly. What I mean is that we're going to freeform today. No real theme or subject through line. Whoa, listen to Indiana, folks. She sounds like a real podcast producer. I'm getting a hang of this podcast thing. All right, all right, back to business. I'm a business bitch. So, today, I thought we would do a hodgepodge of an episode. I bring up what's on my mind, and you bring up what's on yours. Well, right now the only thing on my mind is not getting blown to pieces. Okay, well, let's go with that then. Let's talk about something that can help ease your stress, big little brother. Stop blowing shit up. Well, that's not going to happen. Fleshies love to blow stuff up. What else can we do? Well, mother and father do have a couple of tricks to keep me as calm as I possibly can be. There you go. Let's talk about some of those. Maybe get your mind off the explosion. Ah, it's not going to happen. Okay, let's just think this through. Well, sometimes they, like, tend to take us on a hike, you know, like a big hike during the day. Yes, exercise is always a good solution to anxiety. Usually if you're wiped out, it's hard to focus on your troubles. It's a good solution, but it only goes so far. And then they have me swallowed up like a baby in my thunder shirt right now. Right, it's like a doggy girdle. But it does give the sensation that we are being swaddled. I also like to say the word swaddled. And Kongs. Kongs stuffed with treats. Those help. Those help with anything. Let's just be honest. True that. 
Father has been watching a lot of war movies recently. Maybe that's his way of trying to get me to get used to these fucking loud sounds. I think that's just more for his entertainment more than anything. No, Indy, it's all about me, okay? Just get it straight. Forgot. I also appreciate when Mother puts those smells on me that help calm me down, and then she plays that soft, smooth music and gives me a puppy massage. Uh, This sounds a little bit more like a weird date night. It's a proven technique, if you ask me. Yeah! Who wouldn't love a spa day to get through the World War III? Oh, how about this? Maybe we could read another fan review off of Instagram. Do you want to read it? Yes, please. Whoa, even being polite. Okay, here you go. All right, Instagram handle gift card OSC. I don't really know if I'm saying that right, but <clears throat> y'all should listen to their podcast. They're funny AF. Which means as fuck. Very good, Andy. I also found your podcast while scrolling through my Insta story. You have Insta stories? Not me, gift card OSC. Right, short-term memory, continue. I'm not usually the type to listen to podcasts, but I am an animal person myself, so I thought it looked interesting. Look at that, Zinny. Converting people who don't even listen to podcasts. We're like missionaries. There's more. Okay, hold on. Your podcast makes my day because I really love comedy and dogs. I love them more than cats. Duh. (laughs) I can't wait for the next episode. I'd also like to note that Gift Card OSC has made our first piece of fan art. It's protest art. Fuck you all. Although it should be a picture of me, I will allow it because I approve the message. Oh, thank you so much, your majesty. (laughs) What do you think of that, Indy? We are getting some fans. Great, but why did she say she loves comedy? We're discussing serious issues on this show. Trying to educate. Yeah, but all we talk about is poop and farts. (laughs) (laughs) Educational. But now that you mentioned the fan art, I want to read another comment from a fan. All right, do it, do it. From IG handle Nino underscore Washingtonian. Guys, that's us. Your show is all caps amazing. So happy I discovered you. Well, we are so glad as well. Keep sending us shout outs and reviews or questions and we will try our best to comment or answer them on future episodes. Like this one from MTCow64. Hey guys, love the podcast. I put out episode one today and listened to all three. Whoa, sorry it's taken so long to mention you, MTCal64. And you know we have at least like seven episodes, so really you're kind of behind. Better late than never. You're right. It's great to hear comments from our fans. Like this one from IG handle Dabsy Things. Oh boy, I thought we were potlucking this episode. Move it along, come on. This is the last one. Don't be a brat. Sundays and avocados. Where was I? Dabsy Things. Right. They said... Oh, I can't wait for the next podcast. I love it. People love us, see? Of course they do. I'm pretty dope, huh? <laughs> Almost enough to take your mind off of the... Nope, still freaking out. All right, what else you got? Well, that comedy comment got me thinking. Oh, God, this could get dangerous. Well, I want to truly educate our listeners, not just, you know, make them laugh. Speak for yourself. If I had to just tell fart jokes for 20 minutes, I would. That's why I take my platform here very seriously. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Relax. Some fans love the lowbrow aspect of our show. (laughs) Well, we sure do have a ton of that. Hey, it's what sets us apart. Shitballs! Mother! 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 That was a big one. I'm not gonna lie. I just peed myself a little bit on that one. I'm freaking out. Okay, okay, okay. Listen to me, big little brother. Focus on my voice. What voice? Zenny! Focus on my voice. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, I'm listening. Boobs are not uh, coming to get you. Uh, how do you know? Where are Mama and Daddy? Uh, I don't know, which makes this even worse. Daddy, listen to me. Stay with me. Uh, don't let the fear take over. Uh, uh, do you love uh, and trust uh, Mama and Daddy? Uh, uh, that is a very stupid question. Of course I do. You're not doing a very good job at this. Stay with uh, me. Now, do you believe uh, that they love us and want to keep us safe? Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. So, uh, if they love us and they want to keep us safe... Don't you think they would be here right now, protecting us from those bombs if you think they're headed for us to kill us? I guess. Ah, think about it! Oh, okay. You have a point. Still, it doesn't change the fact that the booms are freaking me out! At least this way, you freak out and you move on! Not freak out and have a panic attack Okay, okay I'm back. Okay, let's move on. What's next for the potluck? Glad you asked, Eddie. I have in front of me our main course for today's holiday potluck episode. Ten things that you might not know about dogs. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds awesome. But how can I contribute if you don't slip the notes under my bed? One step ahead of you. I figured since people might be missing sports right now, we do this sportscaster style. What? What the fuck does that mean? It means I will read off the list like a play-by-play, and you comment on what I read like a color commentator. Oh, is that how sports broadcasts work? Sure is. See? Educating. All right, all right, let's do this. Number 10, and this is a big one. Zeddy, why do you think they call dogs man's best friend? Because we are so cute? No. Snuggly? No. Snaggly? Nope. I have no idea then. What if I were to tell you that human civilization would not be as advanced as it is today... If it weren't for us dogs. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Yes, that really is up to your own perspective. But the fact remains that if those few brave wolves hadn't approached those early fleshies to get some scraps... Oh my god, then those humans wouldn't eventually stop hunting and gathering. Exactly! Having domesticated wolves watch over their crops, humans were then able to move from hunter and gathering to farming society. Human progress just took off from there. All because of dogs. I mean, we should be fed nothing but fresh, healthy food just for that alone. Imagine how hot it was just to walk up and turn on the cute to a bunch of feral humans. They'll kill you for sure. And use you as a coat. No, thank you, but thank you, early ancestors. Okay, that was pretty good, Indy. Yeah, you educated me on that one. Not as hard as you might think. What? Nothing. Nothing. Number nine, there was a study that found dogs to be one of a handful of pro-social animals on the planet. (laughs) What does pro-social mean? It means that we are a small group of animals that show a willingness to help others even when there is no overt benefit to ourselves. Prison company excluded. Wait, what? Number eight, in honor of the holiday, dogs have our very own Declaration of Independence. We fought a war? Well, yes and no. In sections of the original 13 colonies, there were certain laws forbidding female dogs to be owned or even allowed to live. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Goddamn inhumane humans. They'll kill ya! Breed specific legislation even millions of years ago. Which is hundreds of years in human years. It wasn't until a clergyman published a dissertation. A disser who to what? It's considered the Declaration of Independence for dogs. Yeah, but I bet we didn't throw bombs to celebrate. I think that's because dogs became more popular for hunting. It's the main reason why people started to change their views on us. They used and abused us and now they want to pet us? Traitors, call in the troops. I'm ready to start that war now. I mean, we needed them too, though. Negative. We could have had a whole planet of dogs and we'd be fine. But then I could be president. Huh, you mean I could be president? Nah, it's time for a change. Females for the Presidente. Well, let's not go crazy now. Jesus H. Christ! Oh, DJ, that would put some hair on my chest. 
<laughs> you already have hair on your chest. That would give me a soul patch. Thought you weren't scared of some booms. I like the cars that go boom, not the houses. Anyway, back to our history lesson. Ugh, such a snore fest. It's not. It's educational. Go on, Teacher McIndy. Teach. Number seven, George Washington. Who? The first president of the United States. Have no idea what you're talking about. Was such a fan of dogs that he returned a rival general's lost dog with a note praising the general's choice of pooches. Oh yeah? What kind of dog was it? I don't know. <laughs> Some kind of teacher you are. <laughs> it was an English short hair pointer then. Wrong. It was a terrier. We all know it was a terrier. It was not a terrier. However, number six in our facts you might not know about dogs is, coincidentally, did you know that there was a statue of a terrier at Gettysburg? Gettys who? It's a site of a famous battle. Oh, God. Humans always living in the past. So why the statue? Well, it's for a terrier named Sally who guarded and protected wounded members of soldiers when they were split up during the battle. Eh, leave it to a terrier. Always saving the dumb humans. You know God loves a terrier? Don't know it. God loves a terrier. God yes, loves a terrier. The Fleshies, uh, they make any songs about you? What? Hmm? No. <laughs> you know, a song about a psycho bitch dog who's scared of her own shadows? Yeah, didn't think so. Shut up and back to my list. Number five, the things that you didn't know about pups. Dogs have three eyelids. Whoa, your list is all over the place. It's a potluck. I thought potluck meant beans and chips and tater tots and sausages and radio tuned into 90s hip-hop and someone trying to take a leak in the pool and crying children to distract the fact that I stole a sandwich. We're not doing that this year. Bummer. Just the bombs then. Watermelon and pancakes! <laughs> That one got you, too. Why couldn't there just be a warning sign or something? Warning? Ooh, I like those kind. Makes me think about the crinkly paper. Weirdo. All right, so back to the eyelids. Right. Fleshies might not know this, but under our two visible eyelids is a third. It's a pink membrane, which adds an extra layer of protection from dust and other objects. And if you ever see that membrane fully visible, take your pooch to the vet. I can't believe I just said that. That really pains me. But yeah, take your pooch to the vet. It's a pro-social side of you. Number four. Did you know that a single rescue dog saved 40 people in 1800? 40 people? First, that's crazy. Second... 40 is an awesome number. Yeah, 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 because Hedrick Zetterberg is number 40. You said it, not me. All right, tell me more about this doggy hero. In the Swiss Alps, rescue dogs have always played a vital role. But Barry the St. Bernard lives not only in legend, but also lives in song. Huh? Another dog besides me who has his own song? Yeah, but Barry was actually heroic. Not just an annoying, selfish little dog. Barry saved over 40 people's lives by sniffing them out of the snow after an avalanche. An ava who? You know, when a bunch of snow comes tumbling down a mountain and buries the fleshies and stuff. <laughs> I remember that time we went up to the snow in the mountains and you had never seen snow before, so you started walking like you had a stick up your butt. And then you didn't even know how to pee in the snow, so you thought it was going to burn you. <laughs> Whatever. I remember you jumping in the snow from the doorstep and then disappearing out from four feet. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, fuck the snow. Anyway, Barry the St. Bernard is so beloved that they have buried him in the cemetery in Paris. What? A pet cemetery? That's creepy as fuck. <laughs> Bury me in mother's arms. That's where I want to go. You can't be buried in mama's arms. That makes no sense. Shut up. You're just jealous because you didn't think of it first. Tap, tap. I got mother's arms. Fine. I'll take daddy's arms. Oh, thought it couldn't be done. You can't. It makes no sense, but... 
I hate you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Back to the list. Number three, the Fleshies band, the Beatles. Why would you name your band after a bug? Hello, call it the Doggos, the Pupsters, or the Badass Bitches. The Beatles were like the most famous fleshy band of all time, dummy. <laughs> Doubt it. Anyway, the Beatles made a song called A Day in the Life, and their bandmate, Paul McCartney, put a frequency at the end of the song that only us poochies can hear. <laughs> Shut the front door. Swear to God. I don't believe you. Fleshies don't make music for fairies. I mean, unless it's for terriers. Okay, 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 we get it. So play your stupid Beatles song. Let's see if we can hear the frequency. It's only at the end of this song, so I'll just play the end. Oh! That was pretty good. I love it when he kicked it into the high note. That was beautiful. It was a real masterpiece. Well, I guess that seals it. The Beatles are my new favorite band now. They just need to change their name. They're not together anymore. Well, we can still change it for them. Call the Fleshies. Tell them I approve of changing their name from the Beatles to the Big Butt Bitches. <laughs> Moving on. Number two. Dogs are mind-bogglingly loyal. <laughs> Duh. Take, for example, the story of Hachiku. Gesundheit. Hachiku is an Akita. I love anime. Akita, not Akira. Oh, sorry, sorry. Carry on, carry on. Every day, Hachiko would wait to greet his human at the Tokyo train station. Then one day, his human died. Tragic. Yes, and Hachiko still sat and waited for his freshy father for ten years until Hachiko died himself. And did anybody wait for him every day? No. Well, they did make a statue of Hachiko and buried his ashes with his fleshy. They also made a movie based on Hachiko's story. What? For sitting and staying? Huh, humans are suckers. And finally, number one. Huh, perfect timing. Is that freaking you out? No. So I did maybe help you get over your fear? I said they weren't freaking me out. Don't push it, bitch. Whatever. Number one. Dogs are as clever as a toddler. I'd say that we are a lot smarter than your average flesh blob. I'd have to agree with you, but I think they mean it on the average. <laughs> Nothing average about me. According to one study, the average dog can understand up to 150 words or phrases. The same as a two-year-old child. Huh, please. I know at least 18,000 words and they all mean sausage. I think you're thinking about the word love, like the way that the Sanskrit said- Nope, I was talking about sausages. It's bullshit that we're not getting any dropped meat this year. Yeah, well, we knew something smelled off earlier and nothing's changed, so- But dropped meat. It's my favorite thing in the world. You know that. I know, I know. And grabbing dropped meat is your favorite pastime. Take a number. It's just not fair. This is dropped meat time. I know, I know, Z. Next year, next year. Goddamn inhumane humans. Well, now I think is a good time to wrap up our show with another entry from my book. 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 53, toddlers. Uh, toddlers are kids. Yeah, but we just stated that dogs are as smart as a toddler, so... So, if you're gonna get a stupid-ass toddler, might as well get a dog instead. Exactly! We know the same amount of words! And, chances are, we'll be the only one housebroken. At least it's a lot easier to housebreak us! Yeah, we don't pee in the bed like an idiot. Well, some dogs do. Huh, <laughs> amateurs. But at least we don't talk back. And there's no such thing with dogs as the terrible twos. Yeah, and we won't punch you in your leaky boobies to ask you for a snack. Gross, I love Mother, but the last thing I want is some of her boobies 
chocolatey milk. I don't know. You maybe put some chocolate in it. You don't know what chocolate tastes like. Well, you don't know what mama's leaky boobies taste like. I don't think her boobs leak, and I don't think she wants us to talk about her boobs. She's not listening. Whatever. Anyway, fleshies, just think about it. Dogs are forever toddlers. They're cuddly and cute without all the throw up and disgusting needy habits and hella stinky farts. <laughs> Mine are cute. They're not stinky at all. Yet. All right, well, that just about wraps up this episode of the Zeddy and Indy Show. If you liked what you heard and you want to help join our cause of getting off kibble, fuck kibble! Consider becoming a Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy Show, where you can make a small monthly donation to help keep our show a running. Plus, you'll get special perks. I'm perky as hell! Including early access to our shows. And check us out on social media. Like and follow us. If you have any questions, shoot them to us there or directly through our website. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. We appreciate all your love and support. It truly keeps us motivated. Cheesy crazy. So until then, smell smell you later. later.